as we progress and develop as leaders or just humans in general, there may be things that have bothered us in the past, aspects of life, emotions, actions that uh, really affected us in a negative way. But as we've gotten better, we may think that those things are over. But in reality, they're just dug down deep and they haven't resurfaced yet. For me, one of those things is the issue of comparison, something that I really struggle with and I want to be vulnerable. And I'm sure if I'm struggling with it, there's somebody out there that's struggling with it as well. Today, I want to talk about the dangers of comparison, but also what we can do to combat that, to make sure that we're living the best versions of our life, mind, body, and spirit. Let's dive in. If nothing else, fam, this is Nate, and I'm so glad to be here. Uh, We're going to dive right in today. There's so much to talk about, uh, a lot of life updates that I want to give you as well. But before that, you know, I always have to say thank you for all of your support, all of your encouragement. I know it's been a couple months since a podcast episode has been put out, but I've been thinking about you. You've been in my heart, in my prayers. Uh, I want to say thank you for continuing to share the message, to listen, to engage in the platform. And if this is your first time, the If Nothing Else podcast uh, was made to propel others towards their God-given purpose, meaning, and calling. That's why we're here. So if this speaks to you, if you believe that something out of this message could help somebody else, I'd ask that you'd share it, Uh, whether it would be tagging me through Instagram or it would be leaving a, a like, a review, a rating, Uh, subscribing to the channel, whatever you can do to boost that algorithm, to get this out to as many people as possible. Uh, That's our goal is to truly help people in finding their purpose. Um, Before I get started, I want to say thank you to my subscribers who also contribute monetarily. Um, Everything that you've provided goes right back into the podcast and and hopefully uh, allowing us to continue to do this great work. So again, thank you so much for that. There's a lot that's been going on, um, so much uh, that I don't even know where to start. But but I will say this. I had an interesting interaction with myself probably last week. Have you ever had moments where life is good? You, you feel like you're being blessed in so many different areas, you know, despite there, there may be some challenges, but challenges help us grow and in my life, there's been so much going on, good things, right? Uh, I just um, probably like eight weeks into a new job that has been amazing as far as the culture, the leadership. Financially, it's able, it's allowed me to uh, provide for my family better than I was before, which is a blessing. Um, I'm also transitioned into a new home that was more centrally located. And then last but not least, in three days, I'm going to um, I'm going to be meeting my my new big man. My my uh, my boy Luke is going to be coming into the picture, and my wife and I and our baby girl are very excited. So we appreciate your your prayers and your thoughts re- regarding a, a smooth delivery. So there's a lot that has been going on, a lot of great things, and sometimes even though what we've asked for it seems has fallen on our lap we can fall into the trap of wanting what other people have. We may ask ourselves, I don't understand why they get to have that, why they get to do those specific things, why get they get to have 
what they've been given. And I fell into that comparison trap last week. I woke up like like any other day. It's it's been it's been a struggle the last couple of weeks where we're sleep training our daughter in preparation for uh, the, our, our son coming. And you know, I kind of just woke up and had my phone and uh, was scrolling through LinkedIn. And um, for those who don't know, LinkedIn is that is a professional platform where you get to kind of connect with different individuals uh, and network with them on a corporate or work professional level. And I was scrolling through. And I saw somebody that I knew that I work with from my previous company get a huge promotion, a life-changing promotion, probably something that they wanted in their whole life. And um, as I was going through their comments and all of the likes and, you know, even myself, I, I liked it. I started in seconds to feel this, this tension. And in that tension, I felt myself ask, well, am I doing enough? What what do I have to do to get there? Um, how how do I make sure I get that title? Wow, we're we're only this amount of age away, and, and if I work this hard, I could do this. This, and I'm telling you, within the span of two minutes, my body language changed, my mindset changed. I started to ask all these questions. I started to doubt certain things that I was doing, and this was in two minutes. And I told you. When I had woken up that morning or, or even the night before, I was fine. I was happy. I was content with what I had currently. And it took a moment to take me out of that mindset. That is how dangerous comparison can be. And if we're not intentional with understanding how comparison works, how it plants seeds in our mind, we will never be truly content. Now, I'd love to to go a little bit further and kind of explain what comparison is. Comparison is really a, a heart issue. It is when you begin to be compelled to turn inwardly, to focus on yourself and start looking into the things that we're lacking, the things that are causing discontentment the things that we wish we could obtain that somebody else has in our circle. And to be quite honest, social media, our society perpetuates that cycle to where you could be completely happy with the home that you have, the car that you drive, the family that you've been blessed with. And in a moment, you look at somebody else and something inside you gravitates and says, I want that. Now, in actuality, the only thing that is a true antidote of comparison is to find contentment in your life. Now, we'll talk about how we can hopefully uh, look at different steps to find contentment, but I want to continue to, to look into why comparison is so dangerous. There's this quote that I, I read not too long ago that really stuck out to me. Um, and and it, it, it resonated with me because I feel like it is something that I do regularly. Uh, it said that we have to be careful from keep drinking the dirty water leaking from the hose of comparison, hoping that it would fill you up and keep you satisfied. Uh, if you need, you need to rewind that, write that down. I don't know what you need to do with that, but that is a word in itself. 
I was continuously looking at what other people had, thinking that eventually I would be fulfilled by that. But in reality, it just continued to create a bigger hole in my life. What else did I have to do to obtain that? What other degree or certification did I have to make sure? What, what, what personality trait did I have to do? What people did I have to meet to make sure that I was, I was keeping up with this person or that person? And in reality, I fell backwards. I took two steps back. I, I continued to, to look at what I didn't have rather than what I've been given, the gifts that, that make me Nate. And, and I want to I want to pause here for a second. If you have not yet discovered the strengths, the the gifts, the talents that you've been given, you need to take a step back and reflect. There's a there's a verse in 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 First uh, Corinthians twelve where Paul is talking to the church, and uh, many times Paul uh, speaks to uh, the people of the church, saying that we are one body. And in that one body, obviously, there is diversity in the group because there are hands, there are eyes, there's a head, there's feet, there are legs. Everybody has a different function. But we have to be careful to not compare ourselves. And, and, and if, if I'm the hand, but I want to be the foot, if I want, I want to take the steps, I want the same function as the foot, but I've been given the gifts of a hand, I'll never be fulfilled because I don't have the functionality of that other body part. It's the same thing of what we find in the church, what we find in the corporate world, what we find uh, in our homes. We may compare ourselves to the people closest to us that have certain gifts that we want, not knowing that we've been blessed with a completely different gift can, that can be just as effective and, and, and just as important. Now, it's it's dangerous to stay in comparison because it, it does a couple things. One of the first things is that, as I was telling you about my own story, is that it impeded in my well-being. I started to tense up. I started to stress. My mentality, my mindset was off. I started to regret. I started to doubt. And all of those things have uh, physical responses. We have to be careful because if we stay in that, that, that mode of comparison, it could have negative aspects, negative consequences on our physical state. And as we, as we move from like the, you know, the physical to the mental, emotional, and spiritual, that can also stall our growth. The, the title of this podcast is Comparison Kills Growth, and that's abso- absolutely what it does. Uh, I believe it was Greg Rochelle says that you know if if you want to kill something special start comparing yourself to somebody else and that spoke to me because i know there are things that in my life i do very well and i can impact people with what i've been given but if i don't stay in my lane and i'm looking at what other people have i'm going to miss out on opportunities to truly make a lasting influence on the people around me and that's a scary thought because each of you have an opportunity to use what you have to impact the people in your realm of influence. The real question is, are you taking advantage of that? Because if you don't, comparison will not only cripple yourself, it could cripple the people around you. Now, you may, you may be saying, Nate, how, how does that even make sense? Well, well, hear me out. 
there are things that you probably can do, words that you can say, actions, moments that can make a lasting impact on the legacy that you leave. I, I spoke, I think it was three or four podcasts back on a, on a poem that I love that speaks to our light liberating others. If we are not living in our light, we are not giving people the permission to do the same. So if you are so focused on what other people's have and not living in what you've been given, you are missing out on an opportunity to bless somebody else. Now, it may sound preachy. It may sound uh, super spiritual, but in essence, that is what purpose is. That is what I understand purpose to be in my definition and how I look at it, where it is a, a lasting influence, a legacy that is left for the better good of somebody else. You've heard me say this before. Purpose is beyond your self-interest. So the more I stay in comparison, the less I am influencing other people. So we've quickly spoken about how dangerous comparison can be. The, The real question is, how do I become content? How do I remove myself from comparison. And now let me, let me stop right there. It is an inevitable part of our life. It's going to happen. That's just human nature. How do I stop myself? How do I notice? How do I um, become self-aware that I'm doing it and then remove myself from that and then continue to move on? I want to provide you with just uh, three different ways that you could look at it. Perspective is something that I speak on a lot, especially when talking about leadership from a holistic perspective. And the Bible speaks a lot about renewing our mind by taking our thoughts captive and making it obedient to Christ. That's from Second Corinthians. Um, and and there are, there's a lot to, to say about the importance of self-talk, the language, the, the verbs, the, the words that we say to ourselves. And, and, Research shows that in order for us to change our perspective, change our self-talk, we have to become aware of what we're first saying. So, for example, what, what I've learned to do in those moments where I compare myself to others, and, and I'll, just, I'll just lay it out with a, an example that is very prevalent to me. Let's, let's talk about careers, right? Let's talk about titles. One day, I'd love to be a vice president of leadership and development for a fortune 500 company. Let's just say that. Okay. Right now I'm a manager and my response, my responsibilities are X, Y, and Z. I work from home. I'm able to walk outside and at any point in time and and see my babies and, and kind of hang out with my wife. There's some flexibility that I have. Now, if I was put into that position 10 years from now, or even if I was put into that position now, would I still be able to enjoy the time that I have with my family? When my kids grow up and they go to softball and baseball games and dance and, and all these activities, am I going to be able to go to those things when I want to? Or will there be a trade-off? You, you, you've probably heard the saying, be careful what you wish for. And in those moments of comparison, when you think about what somebody else has, when somebody else has, and what that may cost you, 
that may provide you with a different perspective. You may get that title and realize that you have no time for balance or family. You may obtain that car and then realize the car payment is way higher than you thought. And then every area of your life starts to to crumble because you can't afford to, to even do anything else. You may regret going for that advanced degree simply because you wanted it because of status, not because you wanted to help people. And now you're $50,000 in debt for what? Continue to examine your why behind each of your motives. The second thing that I would encourage you to do is to look past the temporary and to think about the eternal. Simon Sinek speaks about the infinite game and for us to understand that we're not living in a finite game, that when we leave this this earth, there's a legacy that we live. There's, There's an infinite part of are we leaving something behind for other people? And If your comparison is stemmed from materialistic things, I'm sorry to break it to you, but that's not going to be something that you take with you when you, when you leave this earth. If, if your, if your, your thoughts, your, your, your thought patterns, your worth is even, you know, I'll I'll take it to another example. I'm, I'm big into wellness into taking care of our physical nature and sometimes I can get caught up in trying to achieve the perfect physique and trying to, 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 to go towards, uh, you know, working out and making sure I put a lot of time into my body, but I neglect the, phys- uh, the spiritual, I neglect the emotional. And in those moments, I have to remind myself, well, yes, I want to take care of my body so that I can live a long time. But if I'm, if I'm three, four hours, you know, working out a day, yet I'm not spending time with my kids or taking care of what I need to take care of as far as my responsibilities at home, well, this body's not going to be taken with me when I'm, when I'm gone. It's, it's about balance. And yes, those things are important, but are we understanding the balance component? I want to live a balanced life, mind, body, and spirit so that I can be the best for someone else, so that I can leave a legacy, so that I can have purpose that goes beyond myself. I found this verse that that spoke to me. And for those of you who are first listening, uh, I incorporate scripture, being a man of faith, being um, that, that comes from my worldview, how I look at the world, how I tie my purpose into uh, everything that I do comes from, from scripture. And Psalm 73, 25 to 26 says, Whom here I in heaven but you? Whom here do I have in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. It can become very easy to lose sight of the eternal when I'm focused on the temporary, when I'm focused on the flashy aspects of life. And not realize that my goal here on earth is to be a disciple and to make God known. Now, that that may not be your purpose, uh, but it is mine. The last thing that I'll leave you with, and I'm noticing that this is a, a common theme in most of my tangible action steps towards purpose. And it is to show gratitude, to practice having a thankful heart. You know, there, there are numerous studies and research continues to come out that shows the positive effects that serving other people has, not only on our mental or emotional state, 
but our physical. One of the best things that we can do to cure ourselves from comparison is to consistently think about other people. And there's a reason that serving has such a positive effect on our behavior because it influences our morals, our beliefs, our soul, and it takes our minds off of ourselves and it helps us to realize there's a greater need than just my, my needs. And I need to meet the needs of others. Jesus said in in Matthew 20, that whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be last. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. If you today, like myself, are struggling with comparison, I would implore you, I would encourage you, and I would hope that you would be intentional in spending some time in serving others. There's so much that's going around beyond yourself. And are you thinking about what the people need around you? All right, team, we are, we're finishing up. It has been, it has been great to, to be back with you. I I'm excited to continue to dive in on certain things that are in my heart, but if you have any suggestions, any themes, any thoughts that you'd love for us to have a dialogue about, please reach out to me on Instagram. Send me a message. I'd love to hear from you and see how we can incorporate some of the things that you're dealing with. With that being said, thank you. I'm praying for you and I'll talk to you soon.